0: Good morning, this is Sister Lisa coming to you from The Ill, the Edwin Elder Library. And today we're going to be reading Day 30 out of 31 Daily Thoughts to Nourish the Heart of a Worshipper, out of the Heart of a Worship devotional, page 129, Learning to Worship Again by Christy K-O-B-Z-E-F-F. K-O-B-Z-E-F-F. Christy is a worshipper and a prayer warrior. She serves faithfully in ministry and her outstanding organizational abilities are currently being put to good use at the North American Missions Department at the United Pentecostal Church International. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalms 34 1. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and, and to sing praises to your name, O Most High to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night, Psalms 91, verses 1 and 2. Isn't it easy to worship and sing praises when things are sunny outside and life is grand? What about the times, though, when the storm clouds come and the thunder and lightning strike out the sunny skies? When storms come into our lives, we may have a hard time worshiping. We may feel isolated, alone, afraid, intimidated, and even angry. A storm is any disturbed state of the environmental or astronomical Mommical body's atmosphere especially affecting its surface and strongly implying severe weather. it may be marked by significant disruptions to normal conditions. Storms generally lead to negative impacts on lives and property. Now let's talk about some storms that are personal and I'm not talking about the weather. I'm not talking about the weather. The Holy Ghost rain is falling down on me. I feel the rain, I feel the rain. I feel it falling down on me. I feel the rain, I feel the rain. I feel it falling down on me. The latter and the former rain together. I'm not speaking about the weather. The Holy Ghost rain is falling down on me. Oh, I inserted that song because that, that line made me think about that song. A severe storm of lies, betrayal, and deceit crept into my home. I had never experienced the feeling of rejection and then abandonment as I did during that season. At that time, I did not realize that depression was so close to overtaking my life. I was able to smile on the outside, but on the inside, my heart was slowly breaking. I was numb and began to build a thick wall of protection around my heart. I almost lost my praise, yet in the darkest of nights, I learned. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalms 46 and 1. In the most trying time of my life, I discovered the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalms 27 1. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, Psalms 18.2. During the severe storm, I learned a few things. I was able to bless the Lord at all times and continue to worship Him through the storms because I had confidence that He would always take care of me. No matter how dark it was, God was always brighter. No matter how strong the turbulence was, God was always my shelter. He was the constant in my life. He was my provider. He never left me. He never forgot about me. He really did care about me. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I meditate within my heart, and my spirit makes diligent search. Psalm Excuse me. Any fool can sing in the day. It's easy to sing when we read the notes by daylight, but the skillful singer is the one who can sing when there's not a ray of light to read by. Songs in the night come only from God. They are not in the power of man. C.H. Spurgeon Remember the storms are only for a season. The very same God who spoke into the darkness of void said, Let there be light. And there was light. He will one day speak into the darkness of your life and you will be able to worship through it all. You will be able to sing a joyful song again. You will be able to worship again. When you are battling storms of your own, here are some suggestions to help you continue to worship in spite of the storm. Number one, worship the Creator. God is large and He's in charge, what I always say. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. Psalms 104. Number two, listen to uplifting music and preaching. You have turned my morning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy that I might sing praises to you and not be silent. O oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks forever. He has turned my morning into dancing. You know, right now, as I'm going through this very dark time in my life, lonely time in my life without my husband, which I'm always telling myself if he was here, well, right now he might be home at 853, but most of the times when I'm talking about it, He'd be either at work, or be asleep, or be at the doctor's uh, if he had a doctor appointment. In which he was going to um, he was going to a bone doctor, bone, bone and joint doctor for his knees. He was having um, injections put into his knees periodically, and he also was going to a chiropractor. And uh, he was in a lot of pain. He was having some serious issues, gout problems. And so he was gone he you know went to the doctor not constantly but you know every couple weeks at least uh so he might be at a doctor's appointment or he may have had to wait to the bank to open at 8 30 which means he might have still been on his way home at this at this time he may have went to the uh, grocery store because he often stopped at the grocery stores in jackson on his way home because he worked in jackson so he wasn't um a lot of times he was gone but in here uh, here at home if it was a nice day during the mowing season, he'd be out mowing. Or on Mondays, he'd be on the trash route. We had our own trash route, um, so he was busy. Or he might be out helping his mom do something um, if he could. So he was a busy, a busy man. But we did have a little bit of time together, and uh, we tried to eat lunch every day at eleven fifteen. Around then, um, and then also. Um, uh, he'd have to be in bed before one o'clock because he'd have to sleep at least six to eight hours before he'd get up and go to work. And he worked in Jackson, like I said. So there was a commute, um, about 45 minutes, 30, 30 to 45 minutes to get to where he worked at, at Pennell Farm. So, um, our life was basically him sleeping, um, during the afternoon from one till, like, like I said, till about nine thirty or 10 o'clock at night And then he'd get ready for work and leave about ten between ten thirty and ten forty-five is when he would leave the house, be kissing me goodbye. Um, So I didn't really see him very much. But today, the twenty-third, the twenty-third of each month is like our month birthday because we was married July twenty-third. So today would have been thirty-eight years and four months. Now he he died September the second, so um, he died. A few weeks after our 38th anniversary a month and a, a month and a couple days after our 38th anniversary and i have here on my desk a birthday card that he gave me uh, when i turned 57 he died before my 58th birthday but he said lisa this is your day and i'm so glad that god put us together His master plan put us together when we never knew each other existed. I'm in love with you. You was 19 when we got married, and we just celebrated our 37th anniversary. It's been an amazing ride, love Mark. It has been an amazing ride, and it's not one I wanted to get off. I didn't want to stop this ride. But, you know, even though though he's gone, our memories live on. Our ministry lives on. Our children and our grandchildren live on. And we will be together again in heaven. God will turn my mourning into dancing when I can dance on those streets of gold. When I can be praising God around the throne with my husband. Soon and very soon, we'll go see the king. So today as we point others to Christ and remember to worship, remember to worship our creator, remember that he knows he is acquainted with our grief. He knows what you're going through. He knows what I'm going through. I'm not the only one with grief. I'm not like, hey, have pity on me. Because no, everybody has suffering and sorrows. And even though I'm suffering and sorrow because my husband's gone and I miss him, I know he's no longer in pain. He doesn't have to go to a joint doctor, bone and joint doctor. Uh, to get um, injections in his knees and take pain um, pills for the gout and just be suffering always. He told me, he said, I hurt all the time. He hurt, I said, where? Everywhere. He hurt everywhere. He doesn't have that anymore. He's healed. He's healed. I should be rejoicing, and I am rejoicing, but I do still miss him. I do miss him. He was not only just the other part of my heart. We um, have a song, The Other Half of My Heart, but um he was my heart (laughs) he was my whole heart I told him when we first got married I said I don't ever want to really fall really in love with you I love you but I don't want to fall really in love with you because if something happens to you I'll miss you too bad well I told him not too long ago I said honey remember when I said that he remembered me saying that those 38 years ago I said well it's too late now I love you so much and guess what It wasn't too long later that he died within a month of when I'm, me saying that, I'm sure. Maybe even within a week or two of me reminding him of that. He was gone. And yeah, completely in love with him. Totally head over heels in love with him. Oh, our marriage wasn't perfect. We had all kinds of things. Things that we wished that we could have went back and fixed. But they were learning lessons. They were lessons that knowing that our commitment to one another and our commitment, our vow to God... What God had joined together, let no man put asunder. When we lived by that rule and we prayed, when problems come, we just loved each other more and we just be more patient with one another and more understanding and trying to see the other person's point of view. You know, so many times that's all it is, is misunderstanding. Much of of the problems was lack of communication and missing one another, not being together enough. We had that problem because of circumstances in life. You know, he always was busy. Well, he can't do his trash route now. He can't do his lawn mowing now. can't go to the doctor now. The things that he had to do, he can't do. And the same thing with me. Always busy. Always doing things. He said, you always got something to do. That's right, because I like to keep busy. But hopefully, it's not in vain. What we do for the Lord is what's going to last what we do. So today, make good memories. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord from your pure heart because that's going to last. Lay up for treasures in heaven. Lay up for yourself treasures in heaven because that's going to be eternal. Well, God bless you. You Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.